0: Carlo Connections to Bloody Sunday 1920. Article by Charlie Keegan. Saturday the 21st of November was the 100th anniversary of Bloody Sunday, when 14 innocent people, including Tipperary footballer Michael Mick Hogan, were shot to death in Croke Park after Black and Tans opened fire on the unarmed crowd. The Croke Park Massacre, which took place during a Gaelic football challenge match between Tipperary and Dublin, was in reprisal for the assassination that Sunday morning by the IRA of 14 members of the Crown Forces. The killings of the intelligence officers took place primarily at a series of houses where these men were staying overnight on the south side of Dublin's inner city. The excellent one-hour documentary by journalist Michael Foley, titled Bloody Sunday 1920, screened on RTÉ one last week, provided footage from that dark, bloodletting and pivotal time during the War of Independence. The Croke Park attack had a number of strong connections to County Carlow. Michael Foley's documentary showed Eamon Hogan, nephew of Michael Hogan, at the spot on the Croke Park pitch where his uncle Mick was shot. Eamon is a retired member of Unguard the Chihana who had long service for the force in Tullow and lives in Bally Murphy, Tullow. A native of Grange Mokler, County Tipperary, Eamon served in Newbridge and Nace before being appointed to Tullo, where he served for over twenty five years. He played Gaelic football for Tullow over a number of years, being a strong and determined defender and midfielder. Eamon is married to the former Rosaline Dempsey from Newbridge. Eamon's daughter Louise is farming the small-scale Hogan farmstead in Grange Moakler and living in Lockland Bridge. She is the youngest of three children. Her sister Elaine lives in Fairfield, Connecticut, USA, while brother Leonard lives in Spain's Basque Country. Louise discovered a treasure trove of dozens of letters to the family of Michael Hogan following his assassination at the Hogan family home in Grange Mokler. Writing in the review section of the Irish Independent, Louise Hogan, a former journalist with that newspaper, stated, I stumbled across them, the letters, while clearing out an old chest that had stood for decades in the hall of the modest farmhouse where Mick and his six siblings, including my grandfather Paddy, had grown up. They lay neatly stacked and sandwiched between some well-thumbed old western novels that were the Netflix of the time. Neatly wrapped in brown paper and tied with string, the small box of envelopes and letters took me back across the century and reconnected me with the heartbreak that touched my family and many other families after Bloody Sunday. It was like a time capsule stored for the future. The beautiful penmanship, the empathy and eloquence shone out across the century from the now browned and yellow writing paper. Louise Hogan wrote that the letters are not just historic, but left a personal imprint on her family. The letters are presently on loan to the GAA Museum in Croke Park. Michael Hogan's memory is immortalised within the GAA, as the Hogan stand in Croke Park is named after him. John and Alicia, Nee McNally, McDonnell, from old County Carlow, were parents of the McDonnell brothers Paddy and Johnny, who played for Dublin that fateful day. Paddy, macker as he was known to all in Dublin, was an outstanding midfielder come centre forward, who finished his playing days at full forward, while Johnny was a long-time goalkeeper for the Dubs. Paddy won All-Ireland Medals in 1922 and 1923 with Dublin and was captain in 1923. He and Johnny played for the St. Lawrence O'Toole Club and they won 10 Dublin Senior Football Championships between 1918 and 1931. Paddy figured prominently on Leinster Railway Cup teams over a long playing career, his last appearance for his province coming at the age of 40. He also took part in the Talton Games of 1924 and 1928. He served as chairman of Dublin County Board of the GAA from 1934 to 1939. Paddy was a past pupil at O'Connell School's CBS in Dublin and a lifelong friend of playwright Sean O'Casey. Johnny Macdonald had a good knowledge of the Old Loughlin area as evidenced from the contents of a handwritten letter in August 1955 from him to Martin Lynch, also from Old Loughlin, and a doyen of the GAA in County Carlow, serving as County Secretary from 1927 to 1942. Johnny was known as the man in the hat. He always played with a soft hat atop his head for club, county, province and country. He won two All-Ireland medals with the Dubs and played in the Talton Games of 1924, 1928 and 1932. He also kept goal for Leinster at Railway Cup football level. There was black and white footage of both men speaking during Michael Foley's documentary about the events of Bloody Sunday in Croke Park, providing a link to the events of that fateful day. The TV programme also traced the series of events which brought about the deaths of the innocent patrons at the game. Both Macdonald brothers were members of E Company 2nd Battalion Irish Volunteers, serving in Jacobs' garrison under the command of Thomas Macdonagh on Easter Monday 1916. Johnny was among the party sent from Jacobs to reinforce the College of Surgeons' garrison on Tuesday of Easter week. Jeanie, Jane Boyle, aged twenty five, was fleeing the bullets with her fiance when she was shot. Jane was meant to be married a week later. Instead, she was buried in her wedding dress.